Hey, welcome to another episode of Chatty Patties. Today is part three of my Myers-Briggs personality type indicator series. Uh, and the first two parts went over the four Jungian functions, or eight functions technically, but it's four categories, thinking, feeling, sensing, and intuition. Each one has an introverted version and an extroverted version. I went over them pretty extensively in the first two videos. Uh, if I didn't, then you can always, uh, you know, Go to my email, chattypattiespodcast at gmail.com and tell me so. Tell me I talked like shit. Whatever works to get your feedback to me so I can make it better. Um, but yeah, I did want to remind everybody about the email, uh, chattypattiespodcast at gmail.com, and also about my YouTube series, which is just Andy's self-help, uh, self-help, which is just me in front of the camera, so a little bit different, a little bit more body action, hoping to maybe drive the point home. I also just like moving around a lot so that aside like i said the first uh video the first two episodes were over the eight jungian functions of feeling thinking sensing intuition each one has introverted extroverted versions let's continue i went over those pretty well today we are going to go over the functional stack now the functional stack is what you place the jungian functions in to create one of the 16 types in myers-briggs it's a, an equation you take four functions those equal out together to create the type ENTP, ISTP, ISFJ, ESFP, whatever. So let's get down to what I mean by the stack. Each function of, that you're going to have, because you're going to have four of them, and to describe this, if you have introverted thinking, you're going to have extroverted feeling. And if you have introverted feeling, you're going to have extroverted thinking and you can only have it one of those two ways that's it like you can't have it another way it has it's introverted feeling with extroverted thinking extrovert uh, extroverted feeling with introverted thinking the opposite of thinking and feeling is what you get same thing with sensing and intuition introverted sensing pairs with extroverted intuition and introverted intuition pairs with extroverted sensing like I said if you have an extroverted of sensing you'll have the introverted of intuition and vice versa simple enough so what that means is you're gonna have two extroverted functions in your functional stack your Jungian functional stack and two introverted functions you'll never have duplicates of each there's no way around it so this is how it comes down to 16 variants you can have so Let's break it down on the stack. Your first function is called your savior function. And by the way, Myers-Briggs doesn't have real clinical terms. I'm kind of going off what I've seen in other videos like Dave Superpower, stuff like that, uh, CS Joseph, and just kind of using their terms along with what I like to call it. So the savior function or lead function in your, in your stack will be function number one. And just for an example, the ENFP's functional stack is any... F-I-T-E-S-I. So, they are extroverted because their first function is an extroverted function. Now, what this means, though, is just that. Your first function is your savior function, meaning for the ENFP, is extroverted intuition, meaning an extroverted function, and an extroverted gathering function. And what does that mean? That means they take the world, they take the world in 
through for their personality. But let's actually not get too far into that. Extroverted intuition as their first function, their savior function, would mean that they themselves are very quick, have a lot of ideas, everything they see and say reminds them of something else and so they can bounce back and forth rapidly between multiple ideas and it's all within their head very fast and because they're extroverts and because they're extroverts it causes them to you know come off with a lot more energy than say an introvert now that's just the first function meaning that extrovert intuition is going to make it to where they're very bouncy they jump from idea to idea they're very excitable they have multiple passions they're just everything is investing to them because it's extroverted intuition their first function which means their imagination is captured more from the real world so everything kind of excites them the second function and we're going to we're just going to use the ENFP's example on all of this the second function introverted feeling is going to be I always forget what I call it the vice captain function I forget the other name that people use but I call it the vice caption function so the vice captain function is actually the function that you'll notice more than you notice your first function because your first function especially when you type yourself and start trying to type correctly by using your functions over just the lettering in the Myers-Briggs you're gonna have to learn them and know where they go in the order your first function is the one that you think you notice the easiest but it's not it's actually the hardest because you do it subconsciously it's just your natural running gear therefore you're not gonna notice it you know it's the same thing as trying to ask you know what, I actually don't have a good example for that. It's a weird one. It's just your natural form of thinking and running your mind. So let's go on to the second function, like I said, which would be introverted feeling. This is going to be the one that they notice most because this is the function that you write on. For me, mine is introverted thinking. And what that means is I'm always just trying to deconstruct anything I can. Everything to me is one big puzzle that I'm hoping to solve, break down, and create my own algorithm for it. Whereas introverted feeling for the ENFP would be a feeling of they have their own set of internal values of right and wrong. And to them, this is what guides them the most. They, guide, they go off what they feel. Their internal world, which bounces back and forth all the time, is one that also comes to terms with introverted feelings. So it's how they feel about most things and stuff that they hold very dear to them that really guides their way. And they're going to notice this more because they're a feeling type. They're going to notice this more and act on it more, which means they'll speak more about how they feel about something. Not, I love it or whatever, but they'll feel it. Like, they'll be more verbose about it, more energetic, and that's the introverted feeling. And they'll notice that because they feel like because they feel a lot. But this is followed by the auxiliary function, your third function in the stack. And for them, it is extroverted thinking. Now, extroverted thinking by itself is just that, making your thoughts outwards. And, and when you put this in action, it's someone who is more direct, gets things done, likes to get from point A to point B as fast as possible and efficiently as possible. And for ENFPs, they make do with this by saying what they want. And this is, and there's, by the way, I need to explain something just to, I'm going to keep a note, extroverted thinking, how it guides them. Your functions are like an engine. And I say that your first function is what you start with. Then your second function is what's going to follow that. Your third function is what's going to follow that. And your fourth function, which is your demon function, is going to follow the rest. Now, each one plays a different part. And I say engine because every part moves together to form an all-out unit that produces the power, which for humans is the brain. So let's start with if they were solving a problem. If an ENFP was start solving a problem, like a big life crisis, 
their expert intuition would make it to where they start by examining the problem from all angles, uh, really looking at every option they have to how to succeed. So following extroverted intuition, they're then gonna jump over to introverted feeling. And what that means is, is they're gonna look at all these options they've been exploring, all these routes they could take, and they're gonna put it to their moral compass, their moral code of what they feel is right, what they feel is wrong, which one would be best for them and who they are. This, and then if that doesn't work, or if it does work, it doesn't matter, they're gonna to go to extroverted thinking, which is how can I put this plan in motion effectively, efficiently, and will get the job done. Now, this is how they would normally solve the problem. They see how they use the first function, then the second function, then the third function. This is how people do it every time. Sometimes you do it really fast, and you do it on a daily basis when you make a decision. But depending on how you do it, you use all functions maybe within a second. It's amazing how fast it works, just like the mind. But if extroverted thinking fails, then they're gonna go to their demon function, introverted sensing. But we'll go to that in a second. Let's get back to what I was saying earlier about extroverted thinking. It's their third function, their auxiliary function, which is something that they don't use usually, well, you know what, another side note, we'll get back to it, I swear. Your functions also were learned at different ages. So your first function is developed in adolescence, like when you're a little kid. Your second function is one you really start learning, depending on the person, anywhere between 16 to your early 20s is when you'll start really thinking about it and understanding it. Your third function uh, for the ENFP, by the way, would be extroverted thinking. They don't really utilize it like efficiently where they understand it until usually their 30s or 40s. You use all your functions your whole life, but you don't understand them or know how to empower them or how to strengthen them until kind of later in life when you've garnered enough experience for it. Which brings to your final function, which is your demon function. It's the function that you suck with the most. That one you won't develop until your 50s. And even then, it's an ongoing struggle till death, but you get better at it, understand it, you're not as scared of it. So going back to it, your auxiliary function would be one that until you get to the right age for it, you only use when really needed. And it's kind of like the backdrop, like you've kind of went through the other motions, as I said, in the problem solving, but that situation also works in just your day-to-day -day life for having fun. Extroverted thinking is something that, since it's lower in the ENFP order, they have a harder time being productive, not in the way of getting shit done, but just being better. They like to slack off and have fun, but they also know how to get busy when needed. So this spring, and so the auxiliary function is one that you do use a lot and use it every day. Use all your functions every day, but it's the one that you're naturally not going to gravitate to as much as your savior function and then your second function, which is vice president or hero function. Um, and so that'll be what you gravitate towards normally. So let's move on to your demon function. Your demon function is your last function. It's the one that you understand the least within yourself. It's where most of your problems go. And on top of that, it's the function that helps you understand why you freak out the way you freak out when you have some kind of breakdown. So let's go for example, my final function is introverted sensing. And what that means is I'm very bad with my internal sensory, my internal filing system, where it's very scattered. In my head, it feels like all these papers are blowing everywhere. It just looks like shit. No one's there to organize it. There is a secretary, but she's up the, just up there on fucking tender, popping gum. She hasn't worked in like four years, but I pay her anyways. It's bad. So when I do 
think about my function on that and it's I'm very unorganized and the ENFP has introverted sensing as their last function they're very unorganized they don't know how to structure what's really important what's really not especially when it comes to their past people with introverted sensing as last are very euphoric and nostalgic and hold on to past ideals in a weird way because they're so they're such future oriented people where they're trying to move forward and I can speak to this I hold on to my childhood and a very high esteem and tradition it's something that is very special to me, helped morph me and make me into the person I am today. But ultimately, for a while, it stopped me from moving forward in a lot of ways emotionally. I was physically moving forward and I was spiritually moving forward, but I emotionally was like a child and I had to grow up much faster and I just couldn't keep up with it. That's internal sensory. And because of that, you do also kind of have a more playful nature because you hold on to more of your ideology from when you're a little kid. Now, what this means, though, also, is that since you're really bad with this final function, it also tells you kind of how you freak out. For me, when I freak out and my function takes over, it's called being in the rut, in the grip of the inferior function. And for most people, like I said, it's just you break down or you get too angry or whatever it is. And I'm going to go over an, an example of a few of them just so you can understand. I may just do Alt-8. Hell, why not? We're at 13 minutes. Um, let's start with mine introverted sensing the freak out for me is i just don't know how to organize my thoughts or emotions i get confused with them myself which then causes me to lash out at the world and i just can't organize my day or what's stressing me out and i become a disorganized dysfunctional fucking mess until i can kind of collect my thoughts and slowly get back on track and that's a big fear for me because i'm naturally just so disorganized internally and externally that's that the way i keep it together is I don't know. It, it amazes me. But yeah, that's introverted sensing. I lash out from falling over because I'm just, there's no organization in my life. There's no structure. Extroverted sensing is an interesting one. Extroverted sensing meaning being present within the real world. The INTJ and INFJ are the only function, are the only types that share this. Just as the ENTP and the ENFP are the two types that share introverted sensing as your last extroverted sensing for the INTJ INFJ is when the real world comes crashing in the INTJ and INFJ are both the number two the number one types to live in their head more than any other they're never really present in the real world not that they're not cognizant just their internal world is much more lively than what's going on around them and so external sensory which for them would be too much of the real world crashing in on their internal world. So going to concerts or really loud places or way too robust or too much happens, like uh, it, for an example, Breaking Bad, when Walter White learns he has cancer or in many moments when he time just seems to freeze around him and people try to talk to him but they can't get in, that's external sensory in the grip. Too much of the reality is coming in and disrupting their internal world and they don't know how to find the middle ground. Let's move on to extroverted intuition. The ISTJ and ISFJ have this as their final. So extroverted intuition as your final means you have trouble imagining multiple scenarios for the future. And the future could just be a week from now or a month from now, but it just depends on the magnitude of what's going on. So a good example would be telling an ISTJ or ISFJ, you know, actually an ISTJ would be more prone to this, hey man, we're moving to uh, next week. We have to move to one of these three houses. All of them are different price ranges and they all have different amounts of bathrooms and bedrooms. 
a normal person, not even normal, fuck it, just someone without extroverted intuition would, you know, be like, oh, this is stressful, but I'll get through it. They would break down. That's too much to take in at one time. There's too many options, too many options for them to imagine and really run through. And it stresses them out immediately and they start getting kind of defensive and they get more introverted in themselves and get more quiet and they lash out a little quicker. Same thing for the ISFJ. That's what it is. You just kind of shut down. Too many options are present. You don't know what to do about all of that. So give me one second. I'm going to take some water. Okay. Introverted intuition. This is an interesting one. Introverted intuition is shared by the ESFP and the ESTP. Now, what this means is they're very bad with the future. They don't know how to connect everything, and they don't. And therefore, a good example would be Joey and friends. He's an ESFP. And at the end of the show, when everybody's kind of moving on to do their own thing, he freaks out because he can't just imagine the future. He never thought it would happen. A good example would be when someone graduates high school. And like Stifler and American Pie, they graduate high school. And that was the best time of their life because they were very present the whole time. And now the real world's happened. They haven't prepared for this future. They haven't prepared the options. It's too much to take in. And they just shut down and become depressed. They don't get angry. They just get depressed and don't know how to deal with it. They weren't ready for the inevitability that life goes on from this present moment. And that's because they lead with extroverted sensing meaning the most present function. They live right there in the moment, not in the future, in the moment. Uh, same thing with the INFJ and INTJ. The extroverted sensing makes sense for them, you know, too much real world coming in because they lead with introverted intuition, which means they are really in their head connecting all the dots in the world and understanding how it all comes together. So let's move on to, because we've done extroverted intuition, introverted intuition. Um... Oh, yeah, let's go over that because I did it with the other types. The ISTJ and ISFJ, with them having extroverted intuition last, they lead with introverted sensing, which means they're very organized people, which means that when too much chaos goes around, especially when plotting too many, uh, too many routes and avenues for the future, that's too much to structure and organize. They're naturally, you're breaking their whole structure. They can't do it, and they don't want to rebuild. It's too much work for how much they've already put in. So let's continue on to, ooh, actually I'm moving along pretty well. Extroverted feeling. Extroverted feeling is the INTP and ISTP, only two types that have this as their last function. What this means is they are bad with their emotions. They're not good with them. They feel a lot, but they also don't. And what happens is, is they let people kind of walk all over them, not in a way of their doormats, just their peas. And that's the difference I'm, I'm going to go over in the next video about the difference in letters. Um, but they're, they're more care, carefree, don't really want structure, routine. They rather let people be, you know, bygones be bygones. They don't really want to cause any friction or turmoil unless it's needed. So because of this, they repress a lot of their emotions and stuff them down into this little bottle. And basically, once you cross their line or too, it's just too much and they have to let it out, you make them too angry, they explode. And it's like a Hulk. Think of the Hulk. Them yelling, screaming, kind of temper tantrums. And what this means is that they're also, by the way, depending on, they're usually honest types. 
So they're going to be really hurtful with what they say because they're lashing out. They're angry. It's a fucking Hulk explosion. It's going to hurt because they're going to make sense. They might be irrational, but they're going to be logical, and that's what makes it suck because they're thinkers too. So extroverted feeling is exploding like the Hulk. Introverted feeling is an interesting one shared by the ENTJ and the ESTJ, which is their internal feeling, their introverted feeling, which means they don't really let anybody know about their feelings inside. They don't really want you to know it. But what this comes with is the imposter syndrome, the fraud syndrome. Introverted feeling types for your their final function means that they always think that they're a fraud. They're always worried someone's going to find out. They're not sure of themselves. It's not because they're weak, but it's almost like a driving force to make them better, to always feel like they could be found out, even though they've proven themselves. So an introverted feeler, when you break them, like when it's just too much, is they might cry, they might become angry and lash out at you, or they might shut down completely and avoid everybody because you've now broken down their final straw of the ego. And to do that, that's just depending on the person. But usually they just kind of feel like a fraud. They break down. They don't know what to do. They leave or they cry or they get really angry. Just hard to – it just depends. So that's got the feelings out of the way. Introverted thinking last is you lack logic. You know, so the ESFJ and the ENFJ share this one. And for – you know, I forgot to do it again. I just – I don't care. I forgot to describe the first function and why it compares to the last function, but I forgot. I'll go over it in a second. Uh, But yeah, the ENFJ and ESFJ share TI, introverted thinking, which causes them to freak out and think illogically and start saying shit that doesn't, they don't mean. Like they go, the minute they go to the doctor, they get there, they, you know, hurt themselves and their head's been hurting all day. They're like, oh, I'm at the doctor. Oh, I'm at the doctor. I have cancer. It's cancer. It's fucking cancer. Just freaking out immediately. Now, this also goes with introverted sensing, which is you're not sure how you feel internally, so you expect the worst. But same thing with introverted thinking. I'll give you an example. Someone's uh, mom that I know had to go to the hospital recently for surgery. I think it was surgery. And when they told her what it was and how it was about to be handled and how, you know, they need to go in there and there's like a, you know, a huge percent chance it'll be success. But in the case of something wrong, she might, you know, have to have an extra surgery. But in her mind, they said if something goes wrong, she'll die. And she started actually writing her will, testament, and final goodbyes to all her loved ones, just immediately going to the extremes, are completely illogical, knowing the truth was in her hands. That's introverted thinking. Uh, Extroverted thinking last is one that does make sense with the first function, which is shared by the ISFP and INFP. Both types are very free souls. They don't want to be anything more than who they are. They just want to be happy, lay on the beach. This is not true for everybody, but just a lot of them do. ISFPs and INFPs are the two types most likely to become musical artists. So they like being free to do what they want and be creative. And so extroverted thinking as their last makes it to where they get more structured, more organized, and they start trying to become more productive, but more in a, I don't know, a direct way, a business way, not their way. And it just goes against the grain for them, and they kind of lose track of who they are and become very depressed. And they might lash out, but it's in a passive-aggressive way where it kind of hurts. And that's extroverted thinking. Now, that doesn't really pair with their first function as much. But not that it matters. I actually forgot all the ones I did do. But that does explain that in the grip for each type. 
and we're running on 23 minutes, so hope this wasn't too long. I just wanted to go over what each function does in the stack. First is your hero function. It's what you naturally think with and how you and kind of guide your actions. The second function is usually your choice function on how you make decisions and kind of breaks that down. Or for the INTP, introverted thinking is their first function. So they're very in their head breaking everything down. Extrovert intuitions where they let that idea out and that idea out into the world and understand it from multiple angles and theorize different ideas for it. But that aside, your second function is your deciding function on how to organize. Your third function is one you usually use in situations where you need a backup for your already established routine. It's also another decision making function. Your final function is your demon, the one you suck with the most and the one you got to work on. Uh, let me know if this was a good episode. Other than that, I'll have another one out in a couple days. Thank you.